Hello all sentient beings and welcome to the Transmissions Podcast where we talk all Hasbro, Takara, and third party Transformers! On this episode, we've got a third party company trying to make the biggest Metroplex ever. Hasbro is going back to the well with more store exclusive repaints. And we've got reveals of the next Shattered Glass figure and the next potential Masterpiece figure. Today is Wednesday, May 11th, 2022, and this is episode 485 of Transmissions. Welcome to Transmissions, the podcast that never got rid of our third party panel. I'm your host Charles, aka Big C, and I'm joined by the excellent Transmissions team. Jeremy, aka Yakko. Hello, how you doing? And Daryl, the Cybertronian Beast. How's it going? Let's talk Transformers. As always, we start the show by thanking our Donatrions, those lovely people who support us on Patreon and PayPal. Thank you so much for continuing to help out the show. It keeps us going and keeps the fires burning, and we really appreciate it. If you are not already a Donatron and would like to become one, just go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support. That's where you can sign up, and we look forward to it. Thank you very much. Also, uh, check out this week. We've got the next episode of our awesome Transformers Live Play RPG podcast, Empire of Rust. We've got the free feed episode 75, Revenge of the Shockwave. This just came out Monday, May 9th, so it should already be available to you. It should be in your feed, your the Transmissions main podcast feed. Uh, or you can get access to it directly by going to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. And uh, this is a big episode, big, uh, lots of revelations happening in this episode. Very exciting. Uh, you learn some very uh, heavy uh, uh, truths about uh, the, uh, the teammates in this episode. So check it out. If Mike were here, he would, uh, he would be hyping it up. All right, uh, let's get into our toy talk. All right, and uh, to start the show this week, we've got a uh, color render from that new company that uh, we've talked about once, maybe twice so far. Uh, there's not been anything produced by them yet, but this is Like Toys, and they're showing off a render for a G1 Metroplex, and this is a big one. They are proposing a 48 inch tall that's 121 centimeters tall or four feet uh figure this is massive an absolutely massive transforming figure um from what we've been able to 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 find out the uh the figure is supposed to have um is supposed to be fully transformable it's going to have some light ups um the the face on him is going to have a movable jaw and apparently an extra rib piece so that uh, you can give take it out and uh, and 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 donate it to uh, to produce a female metroplex no i'm kidding that's uh that's a bible <laughs> joke um this oh, is that, that was reaching that was you reached across the universe for that joke <laughs> I'm surprised Jeremy's not laughing. He's he's the he's the real real. Why would I laugh at a joke that bad? <laughs> I mean, it, it's like your southern accent. It's just it's horrible. It's I mean, that was I was pretty good. I was pretty happy with that one. I'm like, oh, that's good. I can I can throw a, a religious joke in here. Um, 
So yeah, so you know, the uh, the extra rib piece is actually to uh, to be able to produce cartoon and toy design, uh, whatever uh, you know fits your fancy. Um, but uh, massive, massive figure uh, to you know for anybody out there who's uh, you know maybe uh, into the scale of their figures and thinks you know that Titan class one uh, that uh, maybe I haven't been able to find isn't big enough anyway, and I want to go with something bigger. So. Uh, we'll, we'll, um, you know, maybe they'll keep your, uh, we'll keep our eyes on this one and see what happens with it. I'm going to open it up to the floor here. Cause there's really not a lot of information here. Um, Jeremy, your thoughts on a four foot tall Metroplex. I mean, it's tall enough to ride most roller coasters at that height. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I I'm having the problem. I'm having a problem. I'm just kind of visit like basically physically picturing it in my room. I don't know where a four foot figure would go. And I don't, it's just, I mean, if they're, if they, if they can pull this off, that'd be very impressive. And I can only imagine the cost unless it is just completely hollow. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, I imagine it could be cause you know, he, he would transform into a city that is also kind of just big blocks and stuff. So I don't know it, it I want to see how they pull this off. I, I really do. Cause this is just, it's a nice looking robot mode here, uh, like with and without the rib piece. It, although I prefer it with, it just kind of having that gap in the midsection just looks odd and it looks not, it doesn't look very stable, mm-hmm. even though I doubt the rib piece adds much stability just from looks. It looks bad, but I don't know. This this thing looks really good in you know the 3D render form. And I just, I want to see one next to a small child and just see how impressive it looked not even a small next to a large child well yeah i mean my my kid is seven and not even four feet yet so it would be bigger than my kid Mm -hmm. well charles um yeah it's i mean it's a big figure when you get to figures of this size you run into uh, a problem that i think you a lot of it just starts to look like just large panels and just big blocks and you know, the um, I don't know if you can cover those things with enough surface detail to make them kind of blend in. You're just going to start looking at huge chunks of plastic after a while. Um, do you think that they can do this four foot tall figure justice and and make it look like a uh, you know a transforming figure um, without uh, making it just look like you know gi- ginormous pieces of Lego? <laughs> uh I mean. I I really can't tell. I mean, I, from the renders, it looks. I mean, it it looks like Metroplex. I mean, I had Metroplex was was one of my favorite toys as a kid. I had the original G one Metroplex. It was nowhere near four feet tall. I still I still have pieces. It's it broke, so I still have pieces of it now. Um, but this is. I mean, this seems ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I I I I think they can make it look good. The question is, can they? make it look good and sell it at a reasonable price i mean that's i can't imagine them trying i mean if if they want to actually make a like break even or, or make a profit on this they i i gotta think this is gotta gonna retail for at least a thousand dollars like mm-hmm. who's who's shelling out for this i mean people people were balking at the unicron for six hundred dollars who's shelling out for this i mean there are not enough super rich transformers collectors in the world to sustain <laughs> this this market i don't know 
mm-hmm. it seems. And I mean, but you know, I, I think if, if they're going to go big like this, they should do it all. Like there should be every accessory that Metroplex had. We should have a, like a, a Voyager size scamper and slammer. Um, you know, there, there should, you should be able to have your mat, like your masterpiece, uh, cars should be able to drive on the metroplex roads and things i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna be this massive then i want this to interact with all of my other transformers because basically this is going to take up a room right i'm gonna if i'm gonna transform this into city mode it's going to be in the center of my room and i got and i want to be it's like a display case where i want to put all the other transformers on it and interacting on it because they're they're in the city so it's a storage container yeah <laughs> exactly yeah, you can just store all the figures inside it. <laughs> the the metroplex helipad should support like all like it should put all my transformers jets and and flying vehicles on top of it they're they're hanging out there um mm-hmm. this is yeah i i'm i just i don't know who this is for that's my that's my question mm-hmm. uh Perhaps it could dock. You could dock the USS flag at, on it. Um, <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you know, add to the play pattern. The um, there's a lot of you know questions with this thing. Obviously, uh, this is not the first ginormous third party figure that's been pr- uh, you know proposed. Obviously, there is uh, Fans Toys is, is working on that humongous uh, Fortress Maximus that. Uh, yeah, we got the head for it, but still nothing else. And uh, I still question the idea of this, the uh, the rest of this thing ever being produced. But um, you know, whatever. Uh, if it comes out, it comes out. I, I have no uh, skin in that game, so um, we'll see what happens. But a four foot tall uh, Metroplex uh, from the company like Toys. You know, if they do it, cool. If they don't, oh well. Uh, we still got the two foot tall one. At least some of us do, but that's it. That's, uh, that's all I got for the show this week. Jeremy, why don't you tell us what you found? All right. Uh, there was another Transformers Tuesday reveal this last week. Uh, and they revealed four figures. Um, one we've already talked about, and that is the, uh, blackout from or the movie masterpiece blackout from the 87 or from the 07 movie. Uh, we talked about that week or two ago. And we have official pictures now uh, from Hasbro. But they also announced um, the Voyager Heroic Maximal Dinobot, which is the Beast Wars Grimlock with the Dinobot head. And the colors are different, more gold. And the skin tone of the Raptor is is more peach. And then Deluxe Evil Predacon Pterosaur, which is the Pterosaur that they just released with the Toy Deco. Uh, and then they, they announced the, the figure that we've all been waiting for and holding our breaths for because we couldn't get enough of this figure before. Uh, they've re-released Cog, but in a, a variant color as Red Cog, where he's now red and black instead of his original colors. So I, I know that everyone really was looking forward to getting another, another version of the Cog. Um, but I don't know. I think these are, are okay. I mean... For me, the big ones are the Dinobot and the Blackout. Um, you know, it's always good seeing Hasbro release these Takara figures, uh, like the movie masterpieces. But the Dinobot, I think we were, we knew we were getting. Um, it, it's you know the Dinobot with the Grimlock head, essentially, and you know I think it looks pretty good. 
the pterosaur it's just i mean it's the exact same figure we got before just slightly different paint i honestly i don't know if how many people are going to be interested in that unless you are really just into getting the toy deco of these figures and then cog i don't know i mean weaponizers are fun you know just if you're into the weaponizers here's another chance of getting one you can just add it to your crazy creations so not not as exciting as some of the more recent uh fan tuesday reveals but uh before i get into um one more thing that came up uh let's talk about these Uh, charles what were your thoughts on these four reveals uh yeah i mean this this is scraping the bottom of the repaint barrel it seems to me i mean i i think i think hasbro's kind of forgetting that repaints uh i i mean repaints have been a part of transformers since the beginning that's 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 not a surprise or anything like that but the thing with repaints is that or you know repaints remolds redecos whatever you want to call them if you want people to you know to you if you want to people to get multiple versions of the same figure you got to give them a reason to get to get it and you know a lot of times the fiction is where the reason comes from like you know the seekers at starscream skywarper thundercracker i mean there's a reason starscream was the most popular version of the uh of those uh of those uh toys because he got the most characterization in the cartoon and uh, I mean, to a lesser extent, you did get Skywarp and Thundercracker as, uh, you know, and people have their favorites there and they, and they've gotten Skywarp and Thundercracker have gotten other, um, has got, have gotten spotlight a little bit more over the last 40 years or so. Uh, but yeah, you know, if you, if you want people to care about the repaints, you got to give them, give each character something meaningful, like Ratchet and Ironhide, they eat Ratchet and Ironhide got, both got copious amounts of characterization separately so people care about both characters so they're willing to buy both characters with these repaints like you you already said pterosaur it's the same character just looking more like the toy than like the the cartoon which i mean that's fine but i wonder how many people are that nostalgic for pterosaur that they need to get both versions if you already gotten the one version you probably aren't going to get this version but maybe people missed out on the first you have a different robot head yeah, I mean, and, and even with with um, with Grimlock, I mean, yeah, Gr- everyone loves Grimlock, but they love T Rex Grimlock. They don't really care so much about Raptor Grimlock, who's a re a remold of Dinobot. I mean, maybe, and maybe there are a few out there who, who care that much, but it, it feels like I, I think people would much rather have the original Dinobot mold rather than this this redeco or remold. And Cog, yeah, Cog, it's like. Red Cog? I mean, okay, yeah, he was a background character in the in the War for Cybertron show, but the Blue Cog was the one who got all the characterization in the show. I think Red Cog, he was he was literally a red shirt. He got killed <laughs> as you know in the show. So I I did miss that this is the Red Cog is a Target exclusive, so that's why we got a red one. No, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, Actually, all uh, all of these I think are are Target exclusives. And then Hasbro Pulse is getting a limited quantity. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I guess if Target wants to pay for Hasbro to do these these decos, so they can have some exclusives, that's fine. But Target, I don't think you're gonna. I don't think you're gonna sell these guys like you would. You would sell the regular figures. So maybe I mean the black the masterpiece blackout. I think is legitimate. Like we've already talked yeah. about that. That's a legitimate new figure. So yeah, I mean, bringing Masterpiece Blackout to the states 
uh, you know, directly and not, you know, not having to import them or, or go through Hasbro Pulse. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that will pull people. I mean, people do remember Blackout from the original mm-hmm. live action movie. So I see that as, as probably getting off the shelves. But these, these other three, I think, are... I don't know. They 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 don't appeal to me at least, but maybe they maybe they appeal to uh, to other folks, but not to me. All right. Well, uh, Daryl, do they appeal to you? I know you don't have targets, but I'm sure they'll show up. At well, your I am other folks. Um, they uh, not not overly. Um, the part of it that I do find interesting is is that Cog does come with a bit of a weapons pack. So uh, you know, Cog is uh, you know he comes. With a, a bunch of stuff here, and uh, yeah, there's a bunch of different weapons and, and and jazz in there that he can that he can use and and give to other dudes. Um, so that's that's interesting to me. Um, that is the part of this that would make it appealing, and uh, that's pretty much it. The uh, you know the 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 toy deco of Grimlock, <laughs> I guess. Um, I don't know. I don't that the head. That's not the Dinobot head, right? That's the Grimlock head. So it's, I don't know. I, I think if they were, this is the, this is a perfect color match for the original toy Dinobot, but that, that mm-hmm. head, that head doesn't, doesn't match. So yeah, the, the head does throw you off a little bit. Yeah. Um, if they had, if they had ma- fixed the head or matched the head up properly or as with the original toy head, um, you know, I might be interested a little bit, but you know, then again, it's, it's, it's a new Dinobot, and I have the original Dinobot, so I'm not oh, super interested. And then the toy deco on uh, Pterosaur here—it looks good because the the original toy for Pterosaur is atrocious. It's a terrible figure, um, but um, it's it's still it's it's a Beast Wars toy, and, I, and I'm not really into the the new Beast Wars toys. It would be it would be one out of all the other ones that I've gotten, and I would I'd have nowhere to put it. So these are all good for for you know, various reasons and they just don't have places in my own, my own personal collection. The blackout one is neat and we've talked about it before. Um, I love the size of it. It looks badass. It, um, and it, it's, it's got its own little uh, bit of nostalgia for me because of the, the 07 movie. But, uh, the rest of these are, uh, are, um, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit off the, uh, the one thing, and I don't think you were, you may not be mentioning it, because you were, I think you were going to go on to the next thing, is that uh, part of the weapons pack is um, is a little gun thing that actually connects to the back of RC and will yeah. um, and then will actually allow Cog to uh, sit on her shoulders in that like double shoulder cannon mode from the uh, from the show and uh, yeah, so was, you, I just saw that. Yeah, so it's a it's a little piece that uh, they've made specifically. You could use it as a gun because it kind of looks like a gun, but it's actually made for uh, for the back of RC. So you can you can pull this uh, pull this off and and actually make it look good. So so if you that, that's if pretty cool. Yeah, if you've been if you've been trying to figure out a way to actually make this this awesome you know shoulder cannon thing happen, this is how you do it. There's one little piece in in the uh, in the red cog weapons pack. And it's pretty amazing that RC is stable enough to to stand while having all that additional weight added on. Well, she's you got know, those that's giant. Not really flip-flops. something we're used to seeing with RCs. Yeah, um, yeah, and that came from uh, Hasbro designer Mark, which um, he also mentioned. If you get the cog, make sure you search the box uh, to get all of the like you, all the accessories and weapons. Apparently, some of it. 
they're they're packing it in, t- in tissue in the back like they've done with some other recent toys. So don't just throw away the packaging without making sure you got everything out. Yeah. All right. So the the next thing, which I I think is a repaint that we can all appreciate a little bit more than these we just talked about. Um, this came uh, through Praternia.com and In Demand Toys. Uh, we now have uh, the official images of the Shattered Glass Voyager Blaster with Rewind. And this is a uh, a white and purple, mostly, uh, blaster. I mean, if you've seen the comic, um, you, uh, has he, he hasn't been in the comic yet, has he? No. But yeah, I mean, you, you know the shattered glass color effect. Uh, this is the the blaster that just came out, and I think this looks really cool. These these colors re- work really well on him. I, I still would prefer the the standard blaster, but I think the the black and the teal and the purple and you know the the white on him it just it all works really well. Um, and in in the the boombox mode, it it does look more like a boombox you would actually see rather than like a giant red one. Uh, and the rewind is just, he's translucent red and black. And I mean, he, he's fine, but the real star here I think is, is blaster. And I'm really impressed. I mean, this is a, a repaint that I think serves a purpose. We're going to get fiction with them. It's going to get characterization. And this is something that I think people will buy. It's probably going to sell out. So, uh, Daryl, let's start with you this time. Uh, what are your, your thoughts on the blaster? Well, um, I think it looks good. And uh, we did get that leaked image of this, uh, you know, a while ago now. Um, so we kind of knew it was coming. But, uh, yeah, I think it, it does look good. The colors are really nice. Um, but it, it again, once again, just falls into the same kind of uh, uh, shattered glass, you know, bin for me. Where I, I, I have no interest in shattered glass. Um the rewind being once again translucent plastic, um, just I don't know. I don't know why they're doing that. Blasters, tapes, shattered glass or not, um, I don't understand why they're uh, why they're translucent. I mean, a lot of tapes were translucent, like actual well, tapes. If you're if you're going with that, then I understand it, but I don't think they are. Uh, I just think they're doing it it's some kind of gimmick. But uh, if you know if, if that's what they're going with, then I get it. Um, but all in all, I mean, it looks good. It's just it's not uh, it's not for me. I'm not I'm not a shattered glass collector. All right, uh, Charles, how about you? Yeah, gotta gotta agree with Daryl. I'm not I'm not into the shattered glass uh, toys, and this falls into the same kind of repaint bucket for me, where I'm not really interested. I mean, I we do I guess we do know there is a shat a blaster comic coming eventually, a shattered glass blaster mm-hmm. comic coming eventually, but. At this point, he's kind of a blank slate, and I'm still looking for the Legacy Blaster. I would like the original Colors Blaster, and I haven't yeah. found that yet. So, I mean, yeah, and it does. I mean, the color scheme does look nice, but yeah, not for me. All right. Well, uh, what do you have this week, Charles? Okay. Well, we've got more rumors of another masterpiece figure coming, and uh, this one is. Uh, interesting because uh, you know we I, I think we've we've always speculated that for masterpiece figures they're always looking to see how many uh, you know redecos remolds repaints they can get because masterpiece figures the engineering is quite expensive and they you know they want to they want to get their money's worth out of out of designing and engineering and engineering a new figure hence why we're still waiting for a masterpiece jazz 
but uh, yeah, if you thought that's what we was going to announce, nope, it's Masterpiece Trailbreaker. So apparently we've got just rumors, just inkling. We've got a, a grainy image of a, of uh, what looks to be a potential Masterpiece Trailbreaker. Uh, no official word from Hasbro Takara yet, but um, this image does. I mean, it looks it looks like Trailbreaker. It looks like there's some accessories there. Uh, looks very cartoon accurate. And, uh, you know, with a trail breaker, of course, a hoist cannot be far behind. So they've got it. They've got minimum two figures to, to get out of this design. Probably they can reach back and do some more diaclone color figures as well. Um, so yeah, I imagine we'll be seeing, uh, several incarnations of this, of this, uh, trail breaker mold. Um, and uh, you know, Trailbreaker, he's not the most prominent G1 character. He did have a couple of spotlight episodes in early G1 cartoon. Uh he did get a he got a little bit of shine in the comic More Than Meets the Eye uh, from a few years ago. But that's of course that's a different design. That's not the G1 like robot, you know, animated show design Trailbreaker. Uh but it's a, uh, you know, there's some Trailbreaker fans out there. So, uh, Daryl, are you a Trailbreaker fan? Do you do you have any interest in this? Uh, assuming that we get a somewhat reasonable price for this, I, I am. I, if this is if this is true, then uh, I'm I'm kind of in the. Uh, I have a, um, I believe it's the Ocular Max uh, hoist. So I always kind of like having <clears throat> figures that in. The original G1 uh, figures, uh, like the original toys, shared a mold. If I'm buying a masterpiece version of them, I always like to get a different company for the for the two guys who would have shared a mold. So it looks the same, but it's not the same. So if I've got the Ocular Max hoist, then if I can get the real, you know, legit masterpiece for for Trailbreaker, then that'll be really cool because they'll look the same but they're not the same and that'll fit really well in my uh my collection so i'm really kind of into that and uh if these pictures are you know um legitimate then uh it it kind of looks a lot more uh cartoony which is the standard of what they're doing recently um you know and and it, it looks pretty good i don't remember the name of the uh i think it was a chevy truck that they used um for uh for Trailbreaker and Hoist, um, but uh, it definitely looks like it's got some of that badging on it, and uh, yeah, it looks it looks pretty well good. You'd think it would be a Chevy Trailbreaker, but uh, I don't think it was. Hmm. That would make too much sense. Uh, well, you know, this Bob Budiansky just came up with the names based on the on the toy pictures he had, so he didn't actually know this was <laughs> if this was the right car model in back in the eighties. Maybe he thought it looked it enough like a trailbreaker. I'm looking it up because it's bugging me now. <laughs> okay. Well, in the meantime, Jeremy, what do you think of a masterpiece trailbreaker? I, I, I am a trailbreaker fan. I, I like them. I think it's, you know, it's due to get a masterpiece figure. Uh, you know, we, we've had filling 30, the last one, or no, there was one for combiner wars too. So it's been a while since we've had a decent trailbreaker. So I, I would hope that they're the prices are coming back down on the vehicle ones, but I doubt it. So I don't know. I mean, if it's around the hundred dollars, I think it's a decent price for a, a trail breaker. And then, you know, like I said, we'll get the hoist and 
yeah so it's okay it, it's you know I, I enjoy the character i'm kind of out of the market for masterpiece vehicles right now so um i i'm happy that it's out though and, and like one day we will get the jazz i'm sure one day cool oh and side the, note uh, about the uh the jazz and and just uh before we finish with the the trail breaker um it is a toyota four-wheel drive high lux camper truck that is the uh the official name of what the vehicle is um which probably would have been very popular in the late 70s mm. um i was talking with a friend of mine who's much more into cars than me and uh i was bringing up the idea of the you know the 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 Porsches and the licensing and what Transformers does and he's like oh he's like well you know Porsches is always very very stringent on who they allow to use their licensing right and i said but they're owned by Volkswagen and Volkswagen owns you know Lamborghini and they own Bugatti and they own you know blah 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 and he said but and they also own Porsche so why is it Porsche does their own thing he's like they just do. They are really sticky about it, and they they've always been really sticky about it. So apparently, it's just a Porsche thing. It's not, you know, it has nothing to do with Volkswagen, their parent company. When it comes down to you know a Porsche being used as a uh, as a transformer, a licensed Porsche, it it's it's everything to do with Porsche. It has nothing to do with Volkswagen. So doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Okay, well, then I guess then we'll we'll put the blame on Porsche then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, I guess the 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 Chevy is the Trail Blazer, so maybe that's so maybe that's what that was what was in Bob Budiansky's mind. He's like, oh, this looks like a Trail Blazer, but I can't use that because that's a licensed name. So what can I think of? Sure. And I'll come up with Trail Breaker. So clever guy that Bob Budiansky, clever guy. He's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's all our toy topics for this week, so we will move on to Trips to the Store. And this is where we show off all the awesome Transformers stuff we got this week. We do this as a video so you can see everything we got in beautiful high definition, but we'll have the audio right here in the show so you can keep listening as we describe everything we got in loving detail. So without further ado, Trips to the Store. The Transmissions Podcast will return after these messages. So let's talk about the stuff we got. And Jeremy, I'm going to start off with you. All right. Um, I have a figure that I showed off a couple weeks ago that I got from Hasbro in that box, but I had never opened it until literally 20 minutes ago. <laughs> so um, I, I had nothing else to show, and I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't opened this yet. So I have finally opened my legacy skids and he's fun i love the color the co the paint job on this is very good um i feel like I, I haven't actually transformed him yet but from what i can tell he looks really good i he comes with three weapons that i have combined here to make a, a gun axe thing because if you have an axe and a gun that can combine <laughs> why not make the ultimate weapon um that's like yeah it's a shield <laughs> right exactly <laughs> so this looks good i've never actually had a skids before so i'm looking forward to making a boxy 1980s looking uh, car that is all i got this all right uh i'm gonna go next and uh i found something at my local target uh surprisingly they they must have done a restock because they had a bunch of 
legacy and uh and other figures there uh, but i found something that that i had been wanting because you know i i had uh passed on this character uh earlier but i saw him in the store and i immediately picked him up it's studio series buzzworthy bubblebee 80s Man, studio series package, 86 uh, cup <laughs> those package thieves have really gotten bad <laughs> not just the head so, so finally uh this this version of cup and yes it's out of the package because i did open it there it is Studio Series 86 Cup, but the right deco. For some reason, they put the movie-accurate deco in the Buzzworthy Bumblebee packaging. Don't ask me why. I don't know why they do that. But uh, this is the much better version of the Studio Series 86 Cup because it looks like the movie character. It's got, you see, he's got even the um, the little uh, little cracks there, like just like in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he comes with the Energon goodie. And his gun, and yeah, his like just like, apart, like the yeah, other. the limbs come off. And fix me. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, yeah, and and it and it comes with the, the diorama. Even even though it's a buzzworthy bumblebee box, it comes with a diorama. So I think that's a different diorama than the other one. Oh, might as well. I mean, I. The branding is different. I mean, here's the hot rod diorama. You can see the branding is different. So if if that annoys you or bothers you, sorry, but um, yeah. yeah, I think the cup he diorama was... is the under the water one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why they changed the diorama, but um, it was more expensive than the um, the uh, Voyager. I were not the the deluxe cup was a deluxe. Originally, he was. I think he was what like. 19 or 20 dollars this one was 22 dollars or 23 dollars when i got them um so yeah i did not pay he did not cost me 40 dollars i did not pay extra uh so (laughs) that was good i got them got them on the target shelf um i did i was surprised though this so cup is a deluxe and i got I, i put him next to voyager hot rod they're the same size I don't know why. Hot, I mean, uh, Hot Rod got those little Energon. He got. A, he had. A, he came with a Matrix and a couple other accessories. But I don't think it was enough to be compared with the Voyager. They're, these guys are the same height. They're and I don't think their plastic is. Is that Hot much Rod a Voyager? Different. Hot Rod is sold as a Voyager. Hmm. Hot Rod is sold and marketed as a Voyager, while Cup is a deluxe. And they look this. They Tran- they are the exact same height. The transform the cup's transformation is just as intricate as hot rods, and it's pretty good. Oh, okay, so I mean, I don't know. I haven't opened my cup yet. He cup is good. My He's cup's a good on figure. the shelf. Yeah, I mean, hot rods but, still is the the like shining star of the line, though. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't look like if you look on the back, it doesn't look like cups any more hollow than hot rod is. He's yeah, still look at his waist. That 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 butt is uh, missing. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean the, look at Hot Rod. And, yeah, you ain't got no ass, Lieutenant Cup. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all, like this. This is these are this is the joint for the legs. So that's you know this uh, mm-hmm. Cup's legs are uh, down there. So it's not you know it's not the same connector mm-hmm. point there. Like the the the, the, the part where to Hot Rod's taint. <laughs> the part where Hot Rod's <laughs> like not there's no joint there. It's hollow too. So. And it and, yeah. and inside is hollow, so 
Whoa, 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 whoa. It's a children's <laughs> show. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like these are the I, I, these guys are, are two of my favorite characters from the '86 movie. So it's nice to have them together, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, cup is a, 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 and a, like I said, this is the cup you want. The bump, I know Buzzworthy Bumblebee. We're we're still confused as to what the Buzzworthy Bumblebee line is, but this is the better deco. If you're looking for a Studio Series '86 cup, this is the better deco Buzzworthy Bumblebee. Don't get the original deco. So. But that's what I got. So, uh, Daryl, take it away. Okay. Well, the uh, the new comic I got this week uh, is uh, the Beast Wars number fifteen, and I ended up with the RI cover because I thought, you know what, this is a really cool looking cover with Megatron's face up, nice and close, uh, with his uh, Optimus Primal squishy uh, and <laughs> uh, being squished to death. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a it's a just a nice looking cover, and I thought, you know what. You know, I might not be liking the comic too much, but these covers are nice. So I'm buying some. I'm buying them for the covers. Who yeah. did the art? No idea. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> no I, idea. I knew you didn't know. I'm just. Yeah. I, uh, Marsh. James Marsh. James I, can, Marsh. I can see the uh, signature on it. Ah. Yeah. It's a great uh, cover. The, uh, the other one I got, I got a free comic book day. Did you know that there was a free comic book day Transformers comic? It was not. In 2006. (laughs) (laughs) So this is, uh, this was sitting in one of the boxes that I was, when I was putting stuff out and I was like, I'm taking that. So this is uh, the Transformers IDW. Uh, It's an infiltration. Uh, There's four stories in here. So infiltration is for the first part. Um, on the back part, it's a Beast Wars, The Gathering. Um, and on the inside, you've got two more. Uh, they're all just basically just previews. Uh, so you get a, uh, a little preview of Hearts of Steel. And uh, you get a little preview of Stormbringer. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good. The art is fantastic. So, um, so um, three of the four stories in here are written by Simon Furman. So... <laughs> Early ID, early IDW relied on Simon Furman quite a bit. Um, yeah. The 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 Hearts of Steel was Chuck Dixon, um, uh, and then uh, art is uh, EJ Sue, Guido Guidi, Don Figueroa, and Don Figueroa. So and uh, so it's pretty top tier right there. Oh yeah, um, colors were John Ranch, Jay Photos, and Josh. Or says John Bircham. colors by john bircham uh for two of the stories that might be a typo unless there was uh (laughs) two birchams working at idw at the time um but great great art um yeah anyway so i found that and i picked it up um early early uh idw free conflict day issue uh the toys that i got this week i'm gonna end up showing these off a couple times because i got different modes uh the first one i'm gonna show I'll just show their boxes first. Um, This is MS-03 and MS-04. Ooh. This is Iron Arm and Moonshine, the third and fourth components of the Moon Studios Radiotron, the third-party Raiden, Raiden, whatever. Um, And uh, I have had no time this week. These things arrived on Wednesday, I think, and... uh, 
all I've been able to do is open the boxes and pull them out. Um, so, uh, literally, I just grabbed them out of their their uh, their plastic containers for the show today. Uh, so this is um, Moonshine, and uh, he is I've he's still got the plastic on him from from the box. So uh, I you have to bear with me for not having you know kind of prepared him or, or you know any of that, but. Uh, he looks really good, and I'm really looking forward to messing around with him. Um, you know, he, he's got a, a really nice-looking uh, cable package on the back. Uh, you can see the uh, the Radiotron head packed away in there. Um, and then he's got the uh, the chest plate is still in the box. It's, it's pretty big. Um, the sense of scale on this guy is incredible. Uh, so... That's the chest plate for Radiotron. And, uh, yeah, like, just just massive. The um, Iron Arm, though, uh, they don't send him in a robot mode. They send him in his pants mode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So the size of this is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, you know, I'm looking at this thing thinking, holy crap, how big is this guy going to be? And... Yeah, like, unreal. Unreal, the absolute size of him. Like, there's a weight swivel right there. Um, he's got hip skirts, you know, all that, all the good stuff. And, uh, yeah, Hips I'm really looking lie. forward to... No, they don't. Um, so I'm really looking forward to messing around with this. Uh, I, f- I will be transforming it into the, you know, it's alternate, you know, the robot and the, uh, the train modes as well, because I want to see what those look like. But, uh, like... Just down here, these are the the, the 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 joints for the feet or to joint to put them on. They're die cast and like unbelievable. Like holy smokes. The the ratcheting on this. That's that's impressive. I'm really into this. It's it's strong and I'm I'm pretty Sounds happy. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I'm loud enough to disrupt pr- the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, once I get, uh, you know, some pictures taken and whatnot, and I'll definitely, when, when I have them together in his, uh, you know, Radiotron, uh, I'm still missing the arms. Obviously they haven't come out yet, but, uh, I'll keep showing them off in various stages of, uh, of completeness. So, but that's it. That's what came in this week for me. Cool. And that takes us to the end of this week's trips to the store. We now return to the Transmissions Podcast. We're back from our trips to the store, and we will finish up the show with convention news. All right, we have a couple things in convention news from TFCon. Uh, first thing is, TFCon Chicago 2022 tickets are now on sale. Uh, this is going to be October 21st through 23rd at the Crown Plaza Chicago O'Hare and Hotel and Conference Center. And... Um, just head over to, to head over to tfcon.com slash tickets and you can uh, buy everything there. They have pretty much all the standard packages. The premium weekend passes $110, uh, which gets you to the front of the line, gets you to a, like a, the ability to per- purchase exclusives on Friday night and stuff. Standard weekend pass is $55 and they go down from there. So if you are interested in the customizing class, like, you need to get in there, get it early. Maybe by the time you hear this, it might already be gone. But uh, that always goes pretty quick. Next thing we have is um, T- 
TFCon Toronto has announced the return of the third-party product panel. So I think, uh, at least in LA, uh, the panel was missing, and um, I guess due to overwhelming demand, it is back. They are soliciting uh, for any third-party product uh, manufacturers to contribute to their presentation, and they say it is focusing on new information and images of upcoming uh, collector-focused toys. So I think the last couple we have seen some kind of reruns of some items. So hopefully we get to see a lot of new things. I know it's it's always one of the high points of the weekend. So I'm glad that they are emphasizing that it's coming back. And that is all we got for convention news. Okay, that takes us to the end of this episode of Transmissions. As always, we end the show by thanking all our Masterpiece Donatrions. Uh, you guys contribute to the show at our highest level and we really appreciate it so thank you again to john 4x Levengood and demon tech 82 and that's it for this week's transmissions thanks everyone for listening and we will see you next time bye-bye bye later Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time. Transmissions.